please welcome to the Apple Store Covent Garden in London from Sky Sports, Adam Leventhal. Ladies and gentlemen, a very good evening and welcome to the Apple Store here in Covent Garden in the heart of London, uh, ready for this uh, wonderful event that we have for you this evening, uh, the EA Sports FIFA 16 Ultimate Team Special. Uh, I'm Adam Leventhal, as Ruben uh, just mentioned there. Um, you usually see me on Sky Sports News HQ, often uh, breaking news of success about uh, one of our guests this evening, and he's had uh, a lot of success at that. Um, let's just explain to you exactly why we're here this evening and show you uh, some of the magic that's on offer. This is a massive game to bring you today. Well, now it's Barcelona's ball with Messi. Wonderful finish. Absolutely brilliant. It's a goal! Clear chance for Messi. And he's put it away beautifully. Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. It is the FIFA 16 Ultimate Team. Uh, Lionel Messi there, as you can see. We may well be seeing him uh, a little bit later on. Uh, let's introduce our first uh, guest this evening, uh, FIFA 16 Ultimate Team line producer Alex uh, Grimbley, uh, who's going to be giving us a full briefing uh, about uh, the new aspects of the game and the hard work that's gone into it, uh, developing it. Uh, and uh, improving it. A round of applause for Alex Grimley, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Alex has made a really, really long trip. Our second guest has made uh, a pretty long trip, but Alex, uh, credit to him, has come all the way over uh, from Vancouver. It's a flying visit, raring to go. Welcome on board. Uh, we'll uh, come to Alex uh, in a moment's time, but let's meet our second guest, the uh, former Arsenal and Barcelona midfield and now plies his trade with excellence at Chelsea where he won the league title in his first season last season. Uh, a highly decorated Spanish international midfielder as well. Uh, now capped 100 times, ladies and gentlemen, uh, by his country. Twice winner of the European Championships. One World Cup uh, as well. Put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Cesc Fabregas. So, here he is, and here is Alex alongside him. Gents, great to have you with us, um, and it's great to get a different insight into the game from someone who's developed it to someone who's actually in it. I can only dream of being capable to do uh, either of what you guys do, so it's uh, great to have you with us. Um, let's start with, with Alex, if I may, and just give us a bit of a background check on, on FIFA 16 uh, Ultimate Team on, on mobile, first of all. So it's, uh, it's an entirely new game this year for us. Um, we're really excited about it. It's really, I think, the most authentic and accurate football game that has ever been developed on mobile. Um, we've, we've really managed to do a lot of things this year due to the power of the devices, the, the iPhones and the iPads. So I think you're going to see some really stunning graphics, some of the innovations in the game, uh, really taking a leap forward, and it really is the most authentic football experience, I think. Now, you've made some significant 
changes. What are the key ones that people should look out for? Uh, the key one is just the quality of the game. I think for the first time you're going to see console-like quality on an on a iPhone or a tablet. So really think of this as like an Xbox 360 or a PlayStation 3 type experience on your phone. Uh, so that's really exciting for us. Also because of the power of the phones, it has allowed us to do a lot more things with the AI. So the game seems a lot more intelligent. It plays a lot better. It's a lot more realistic. Um, right down to the quality of like the stars in the game, they look a lot more realistic and uh, just feel more authentic. Now, Cesc, let's, let's come to you. I mean, we'll be talking to Cesc about uh, Chelsea, Spain, uh, other things as well a little bit later on. But let's focus on, on your experience uh, with the game. What's it like playing uh, FIFA 16 on a mobile device? Is it something that, that just makes it easier, more enjoyable? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, playing on the mobile is the, the easiest thing because the most comfortable as well is the, the gadget that you l use most uh, on your free time and uh, for me it's the, the most comfortable to, to use. Now you as a, as a footballer have a lot of time traveling around planes, trains, automobiles. Uh, can you think of someone during your time that has been the, the, the best at FIFA? I'll come to Chelsea in a minute, but the best at FIFA, the most focused on FIFA? Well, there, there's a few. I mean, I remember at Arsenal there was uh, uh, Theo Walcott. They, they used to play and they used to to, to run the show really. <laughs> and in the national team as well, there's there's a few players that uh, the, like David De Gea that uh, plays very well and they, they play some tournaments. And at Chelsea as well, when we won preseason and stuff, uh, we play a few tournaments. And Aspilicueta and Thibaut Courtois are, are the best. Does it get competitive as well? I mean, you know, all these guys out here that will be playing in their, in their bedrooms, getting very, very competitive in their living rooms as well. I, I mean, your competitors on the pitch, off the pitch, are you equally as feisty? Yeah, I have a few stories, but I cannot <laughs> say they're, <laughs> they're, they're very intimate. But, uh, but yeah, some of the players and, and me as well, they, we get very competitive because we, we hate losing. So <laughs> when you do, you, you get upset. Now, Alex, tell me, um, why is uh, FIFA on the mobile so, so popular uh, at the moment? I'll ask you about the, the building of the team in a moment, but why is it so popular? I think, it, like I said, it's, anybody can pick it up and play it really easily. Um, you can play it on the way to work, on a bus. Uh, we have lots of different modes that really appeal to different people. So if you really want to get into the gameplay and experience like the quality that I talked about previously, you can do that. You can also simulate matches. Um, if you don't have much time and you just want to be more of like a manager in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think really the, the main draw for it is that it's about creating your dream team, your ultimate team. So, you, you know, acquiring and playing with the best players in the world and really making that dream team uh, work for you. And how easy is that to, to build your, your dream team? I, I wouldn't say it's easy. It takes, it takes a lot of effort. Tough uh, decisions as well involved, yeah, don't they? There's a lot of tough decisions and I think we're going to get talking, taken through some of those later today. Um, it is, it is free though, the game is free, so you can just download it and play it. And if you want to put that hard work in, then there's, there's no barrier to uh, you succeeding and, and really making your dream team. Now, Cesc, we're going to be seeing your, your team in a moment, and it does include um, yourself. Uh, as <laughs> quite rightly. Uh, I mean, you agree, don't you, that it should include Cesc Fabregas, of course. Um, as far as um, the, the ratings that you've got, your overall rating is 90. Uh, as we will see, is that Very spot good. on, or should it be? It should be higher than that, should it not? <laughs> it's about the right. <laughs> how 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 sort of competitive does it get amongst the the actual pros when they see their ratings? 
in the game? Does it, does it ever become a, a sort of a, a bone of contention? Well, it depends. If uh, there is uh, two players that are really, really highly rated, then yes. But if you are comparing yourself against someone who is lower than you, then <laughs> you feel a bit, uh, a bit distant. But uh, no, 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 it's, uh, it's fine. And I think they are, they are quite fair, all of them. Well, that's great. That, I mean, Ces says that they're, they're pretty accurate. How did you get that like, uh, likeliness spot on in, in the game then? Um, we put a lot of effort into making sure that we're, we're fair to everybody and we don't cause any fights in the dressing room. So, I'm sure um, it's not easy. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's quite a long job and we have actually thousands of people uh, all over Europe and all over the world helping us to, to get the ratings right. Um, one of the great things about this, this game and you'll see today is that we, we can also create special items and the game is really a live game so we can always change these ratings if we feel we've got them wrong or if, if somebody has done something very special in real life then we can reflect that in the game as well. So you'll see a, a special item for Sesk in the game right now. Uh, how close, Sesk, do you think the game is, is to real life? It can't replicate it exactly, but it's getting closer and closer and closer, isn't it? Yeah, every year you think that it cannot uh, get any better. And instead, you know, every year that, uh, that goes on, you, you just uh, feel that it's more real. And uh, it's incredible the, the amount of work they, they put in. And uh, what they achieve uh, every year, it's, it's very impressive, uh, impre impressive and uh, we are all very happy. The ones uh, that we enjoy it the most, the ones, the players, uh, we're very happy with that. And I guess, Alex, that, that that's what gets people coming back to the game, to almost see, oh, you know, they've changed this, they've, they've changed that, they've improved on this. It looks even more scarily realistic. Yeah, that's right. I mean, one of the big changes this year is that every year previously, we've, we've asked you to download a new version of the game. This year... You can keep the version. It's just going to live on and on uh, for a number of years. So we can change that game constantly. We can add new features into it. We can add new, new players and new ratings. And you know, if, if people change teams, which they do occasionally, uh, then we, we can reflect the real life situation, which is really draws people back into the game because it feels alive. OK, let's get to the, uh, the meaty question now, Sesk. Your ultimate team. And we can. Uh, Pull it up on the screens. I think you can you can take us through your your starting eleven. The big reveal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here it is. I hope you can see it on our screens here at the Apple Store in uh, Covent Garden. Right. Take us through your your team, Seth. Starting uh, with the with the choice in goal that you've made. That the reasons why it's Mr. Courtois between the sticks. Well, I chose uh, Thibaut Courtois because for me he's the the best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, he. He plays in my team, obviously, so I see him every day. I practice against him every single day, and I know sometimes in little games, small games, uh, or ones on ones, he, he's unstoppable. So mm -hmm. he's unbeatable. So really, he, he, he must be their first choice for me. Let's do the, the full backs now, starting with your left back. I think uh, I chose uh, David Alaba because uh, he's a player that I really like, and also he could play centre-back as well. So in my team, I like uh, this kind of players that they can play in two positions in case you want to change the system uh, in a certain time of the game. So that's why uh, and I like a full-back that uh, project uh, on attack as well, and I think he's one of the best around. And your right-back is a, is a familiar face to you from, from Spain and also from, from Stamford Bridge. I just put him because he's my friend. That's <laughs> no, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> No, I, th I really think defensively he's, um, he's one of the, the best around. And uh, as I said, Alaba could go 
forward quite a lot and I would like maybe the Piliqueta to stay a little bit more so there's always three, three defenders around. And alongside him is, is genuinely another one of your, your best friends in, in Gerard Piquet. Yeah, but um, he's one of my best friends obviously but uh, at the same time he's in the top three best centre-backs in the world so it was an easy decision. And his central defensive partner, why have you gone for Marquinhos? That was the most difficult for me to, to choose. Because uh, I tried, I looked, I checked, but uh, I decided Marquinhos because he's young. Mm -hmm. I can see that every time he plays, he's hungry, he's aggressive, he pushes forward, he pushes up. He helps midfielders, you know, to, to, to get the ball uh, quite uh, high up the pitch, so why not? Tell us about this player who's just sitting on the left-hand side of that midfield three. Why have you chosen... This fella called Cesc Fabregas. They just told me to put myself in, so <laughs> I, I had to. Otherwise, I could not put myself in. But uh, no, I just uh, I think I I can work out well in in this team. You could pull the strings. I would I would try for sure. <laughs> and we can look in in particular at your your ratings. I think that was just drawn up there. Can we have another look at that? Um, obviously, your rating is is 90. Uh, playing in that 4-3-3. I mean, if you look at the the various different ratings that you have, are they, are they spot on? Yeah, more or less I'm happy with everything. I wish I could be a little bit quicker, but the reality is that I'm not, so you know, uh, I cannot do anything about it, but uh, I'd love to be a little bit quicker, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would make a difference. <laughs> okay, let's have a look at your um, two midfield uh, partners. Uh, I suppose for, for the neutral, one may be predictable, and one may be another surprise coming from Paris Saint-Germain. Well, I think Pogba as well, he's very good on, on FIFA. So that, that's also one of the reasons why, why I put him. Because every time I took Juventus, he, he really is a, a beast in midfield. So obviously he's a very good player in real life, but on FIFA I think he's very, very, very good. And then Verratti, I just like him a lot. He's the type of player that I, I could always feel comfortable playing with. Uh, he's never scared to get the ball. He, he plays one-twos. He always holds... As asking for the ball, he takes responsibility, and and I uh, I like this type of players. And ladies and gentlemen, imagine playing against that front three. It would be, well, it would be terrifying. Just take us through your selection. Well, I chose uh, Hazard, Eden Hazard. Um, I trained with him. I play with him uh, every three days. I train with him every day. He's the best player we have at Chelsea. He's our star. Uh, and when he's on form and when he, he really wants to be the best, he, he's unstoppable at times. And, you know, for me, he, he, must, be, he must be in my ultimate team because uh, I'm sure he would make always a, a big difference. Then, on uh, front, I put uh, Suarez. He's a player that I always admired. Uh, even when he was at Liverpool, now at Barcelona, he, he helped them when, win the, tre the treble. And, um, I don't know, he's a, he's a goal scorer, he's hungry, he goes on the space, he fights for every single ball. I could have put uh, Diego Costa as well. I just wanted to have a little bit of a variety uh, with the same teams, but um, for sure Suarez is one of the best strikers around. And then on the right, obviously the best player in the world, the best player in the history of football, Lionel Messi. That Nothing else to say. He has to be there if I want to win uh, trophies with this team. Just a, just a word about Leo Messi. Um, 
you're a top player. You've won the, the best things that are on offer in, in the game. Do you even, in, in training sessions, sometimes look at him and think, how is that possible? Yes, every single day. Every day he surprised you with something, uh, especially what I admire most about him is the mentality to win and the mentality to score goals every three days. I'm telling you, it's not easy. I played over 600 games in my career, and when you play every three days, every four days, uh, during especially those January, February, March, you know, when you play so many, so many competitions at the same time, you sometimes you feel fatigue, you, you feel tired, but this guy is, is, is in another world, another dimension, and um, that's why he's the best. Now, Cesc has faced the, the managerial pressure to put that team together. The pressure now is on Alex because you've got to make that team sing. And we're going to uh, just see this ultimate team, courtesy of Cesc Fabregas, uh, in action. Just, just take us through uh, this, this first half that we're going to see, first sure. of all, Alex. I've got to make one change, which uh, Cesc called me out on. He wants uh, Pogba in the middle. So... Um. As you can see here, the, the team's set up quite nicely. The green lines are actually uh, what we call chemistry, which means that those, those players play well together in real life, so they have a connection. So you can see Cesc and Aiden Hazard, uh, they have a green line between them because of their, their Chelsea understanding. So that's going to help my team in-game. And there's two ways to play, like I said. There's um, playing the match or there's a simulating a match. Mm -hmm. Simulation is really useful if you have a few minutes and you know, you're in a meeting and you, you're distracted. You can just simulate the game which is very useful for us at work. So I'm going to go into a match. Um, one of the good things we've done this year, I think, is really uh, focus on the controls and the way the player interacts with the game. Uh, so we make use of the touch screen. So I don't even have to, to actually press the buttons. Or we, we call them the virtual buttons in the game. Um, Hello everybody. I can just touch anyone on a pitch and I can, I can use that to control the, the players. Yeah. It should be a cracker today. Really looking forward to it. So I've got the ball there. So I can use these virtual buttons that you can see the blue, the green, and the red just to pass the ball around here, um, pass it around the back, do some nice build-up play. Uh, what you can't see what I'm doing right now is I'm actually just touching on the screen into the gaps where I want to pass the ball. So this is really useful if you, um, if you understand the game of football, you understand where players are going to make runs, uh, because you can predict where they're going to run and actually pass into space something we've never been able to do before it. on what the mobile game, is. which is uh, really courtesy of the new engine. So, as you see, I'm just tapping Good on the screen, passing the ball around. It's a nice build-up play Best here. I, obviously, I'm under pressure to uh, <laughs> do well there. We'll have a bit of uh, Fabregas commentary in a moment. Uh, we just had a little, uh, a little uh, moment there. Uh, Carry on, Alex. In terms of defending, the then again, yeah. the defending is really easy uh, for players. I can just tap on the, the attacking opponent with the ball. There's a nice run there. I'm just going to try and take advantage uh, too far. I will try not to get anybody sent off, which is uh, my speciality in these types of demos. <laughs> and there's been changes to, to the commentary as well. That's been that developed and indeed, the, the, the mentioning of, of statistics and, and things like that as well. Yeah, we, ha we have a lot of um, color commentary, so there'll be lots of statistics about Great where you're chance. playing. Oh, nearly. Um, just the type of ground, the background of some of the players as well. So like I said, really a huge development in terms of technology for us this year. And it really is Lionel just like Messi. playing your console uh, in Watch your pocket, which is, which is really nice it. for us. It's looking good, this move. Oh, 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 oh so close oh, hit the post. Oh. Terrible. 
So this year we, we added a couple of new things again because of the, the power of the devices. We can, uh, okay, this is, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, there you go. Sorry, sorry, what a letdown, it says. See, they're, uh, they're mocking me with the celebrations as well. But it's all about how you bounce back. It is, yes. Yeah. yeah. That was just, that, yeah. Was, that was a setup for a comeback. So uh, we'll see what we can do. So yeah, like I said, we actually have skill games, uh, skill moves in the game for the first time this year as well, uh, which is really new for us. And celebrations. So if I do score, then I can, uh, I can mock people. There we go. So I can do a nice celebration there. Nice goal. Excellent. Good finish, good celebration. Yeah. Just, to, just expand upon what you said about the celebrations there. That's been. It's the first time we've had them in this year. Um, they're really easy to trigger, so it's very well, nice, especially when you're playing one online. One uh, so we have a mode where you can play online against well, anybody else uh, with a mobile device. Uh, it's great to uh, to mock them when you when you scored a goal and you can celebrate. It's really nice. Uh, I think we'll probably leave it there at sure. for, for half time. Um, Seth, just a, a word about celebrations. Have you, do you? Do you ever preordain the, the, the celebrations that you do? Plan them, plan them before. I'm trying to remember if you've had any notable celebrations that you that have looked sort of contrived almost. No, not really. Uh, I'm not really uh, into celebrations like over the top when I score. I just I don't know why. I'm not really. I don't really get that excited. Maybe inside yes, but I don't show it too much. I just uh, celebrate with my teammates and and go back to. The spontaneity is important, I guess. Yeah, it is. Obviously, if you score in a World Cup final, you, you go mental, probably. But uh, <laughs> if, you, if it's uh, on a daily basis, like uh, a normal game, I don't really celebrate like, uh, like crazy. But uh, of course, scoring a goal is the best feeling you can have as a football player. Just, um, Alex, before I, I ask Sesk a few more questions about a few other topics, I mean, to sum up how in what shape do you, do you find this game now? Is this the best that it's ever been? Um, I think so, yeah. I think by far it's the best uh, mobile game we've ever produced. Uh, so much effort has gone into this. There's, there's 10,000 players in the game. There's 600 teams. Uh, many, many what we call star heads. So it's the likenesses of the, of the players in real life. Mm. Um, many new modes. And I think really this is the start of this game. Like I said, it's always going to get bigger. We're going to add new modes. We're going to add new features. Uh, you won't have to download a new game. It's just going to be an update into your into your um, device, and uh, coupled with the live service and the way we're going to reflect the real world this year, it's really going to feel like um, the game is alive. I think for the first time. And the feedback that you get from from players who are actually playing the game must well, it must make your job worthwhile when they when you know that they enjoy playing the game that they're almost it's modelled on. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really nice. I mean, we get feedback. Uh, we get a lot of professionals giving us feedback, particularly about their ratings, um, some of it not so good, uh, right down to just children who are playing a game and loving it. So it's really satisfying. OK, Seth, I want to ask you a few questions uh, about Chelsea. Um, the best player that you've played with at Chelsea, um, I know it's been, what, a season and, season and a bit so far. Yeah, a bit, yeah. Would it be the person that you had on the left-hand side of that? That front three, yes. Eden Hazard? Yes, he's the most talented uh, player there is. Uh, and I believe if he really, really wants, he, he can be he can be uh, candidate, let's say, to, to win the Ballon d'Or in the next few years. 
that, that good. Yes. And as far as judging a player, is it easier to judge how good they are by playing with them or by playing against them, do you think? Uh, good question. Um, I think a bit, uh, a bit of both. Uh, probably when you play with them, because you train with them and you are with them every day and you, 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 you know them as a person as well, maybe it's easier to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But as well, obviously, when you... I've been lucky that I've played for top teams and not many times I've been beaten, but let's say like uh, for a great superiority. But, uh, but I'm sure that uh, players like when you play against Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo or players like that, uh, obviously you just sometimes have to clap because there's nothing you can do. So it's all about appreciating the, the real talent and definitely Eden, Eden has it. Those are the players that you can appreciate now. Who was your hero when you were growing up? Who did you model yourself on? Who were you in the in the playground? Yeah, well, I, I had a few. I had a few. I had uh, I, my main uh, uh, idol was uh, Figo. Mm -hmm. I know if you remember, but after you know something happened and when I fall apart with him a little bit, <laughs> that uh, a switch that he made. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then uh, he w with Guardiola. I was playing the same position as him when I was little. He was the captain and uh, one of the the main players in Barcelona at the time. So. As well, I, I used to look up to him uh, a lot. There's Zinedine Zidane, obviously a great player. Uh, but I haven't been too much into uh, a hero, uh, you know, that I look up. It's more about myself, enjoying playing, trying to be better every day. When you arrive at a new club, often it's, it's mentioned that there is a, you know, a team song that you have to sing or you have to do your, your own solo or, or things like that. I know that yeah. happens at, at Chelsea. Can, yeah. you, can you pick out the best initiation that you've had to do when you've arrived at a new club? Mm, and have no. they all been different? No, because at Barcelona I didn't have to do anything. Um, a national team as well, nothing. At Arsenal I don't remember. But at uh, Chelsea I, I sang and I danced the Macarena song. You know the Macarena? No, could you just... No, you no. know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's on video. They, they taped me. They, yeah. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. I will yeah. not embarrass myself anymore. <laughs> It's interesting you say about you didn't have to do one at, at Barcelona. Is that because you'd you returned when you left Arsenal, or was it? I don't remember. Or, or was it just that that's not something that's done? I don't think I don't think you do it there. No. If I if I can remember, I'm okay. not. Uh, I'll think about it. I'll, I'll let you know in a few minutes because I forgot. Okay. Whilst you think, um, do you have a a sort of a strict ritual before you? before you play, any, any, any superstitions, you know, one sock on before the other, or shirt on backwards for five seconds, or, you know, anything nothing, like that? Nothing at nothing. all. Nothing? I'm not superstitious at all. Nothing. Of your teammates, who was the most superstitious? Were there, were there some strange things that happened in, in the dressing room, and, and it seemed to work for them? I don't, I don't look uh, into these things too much. I focus mm -hmm. on my game, and I really, I, uh, I believe in hard work. Uh, sometimes, obviously, you need to, to have your luck to win games, to win tournaments, but I believe that if you are the best, you are the best. Mm -hmm. If you work hard and you compete to the limit, you will win or you will have chances to win. And um, superstitious or not, it's not uh, it doesn't come in my uh, attitude, in my uh, belief, but uh, of course I, I understand that some people do it because uh, they 
they, they, it works, no? For them, sometimes you do one thing, it works, you keep doing it, keeps working, and then one day, for whatever reason, you stop doing it, and that day, something happens. So I understand why people do it, but uh, I'm not one of them. Uh, you've played under some, some great, great managers. You mentioned, you know, having Pep Guardiola as a hero, and then obviously having to play underneath him must, must have been fantastic. Yes. Uh, tell us about the, the manager that you play under now for your club, Chelsea, in, in Jose Mourinho. What's it like, uh, not necessarily at the moment, but just in general terms, playing for Jose Mourinho? No, and now as well. Um, for me, he's the, he's the best because he's uh, the best we can have and he's the best the club has ever had. And sometimes I believe that uh, the coaches and the, the managers, they get the, all the attention and all the, the fault for whatever happens, no? let's say now with us at Chelsea. But I believe the people that play are the players. And the players are the ones that have to perform. I have to look into my performances why I may not be playing the, the same or someone else is not playing the same. And uh, the manager, He's doing the same things, if not more, than what he was doing last year. Why last year we were champions and this year at the moment we are not doing well? So, of course, we have to find out and we need to talk between ourselves and, and find a solution as soon as possible. And um, I'm sure we, we will make it happen. But uh, for me, he's the, the best manager we can have. And I guess it's nice having a, an international break, regrouping, and then kicking on once again with your club football. Um, the difference between playing in the Premier League uh, and then La Liga. I suppose you've got you've got a great insight into it, having, you know, started your training back in in Barcelona, then being in the Premier League and making that transition. You can tell us exactly the the nuances and the differences. Explain all. Well, I think the Premier League is the most competitive league, the, the, the most difficult to win. Any team, any team can come to Stamford Bridge and beat you, or can go to. Man City Stadium and, and win, or Arsenal, or Man United. Uh, it's the most competitive, the, the strongest league. Now, I think La Liga has the best players. They have Cristiano Ronaldo, they have Messi, they have Neymar, they have Suarez. They, are, they have the most talented, the most uh, technical players. But at the same time, there is a big, big difference between, let's say, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and, and the other teams which doesn't happen in the Premier League. The Premier League now you have, yes, the top four normally is always the same, but the distance between uh, the teams is not, is not that, uh, that big. So I think uh, to win the Premier League is the, the most uh, difficult thing to do in, during the season. Just a couple of quick questions, and they can be quick-fire questions as far as your Chelsea teammates are concerned at the moment. Best dressed at Chelsea, aside, aside from your, yourself? Best dressed? Uh, God, not many, huh? <laughs> I would go for uh, like Remy. Remy. Why? I like his, yeah? his style, yeah, a bit yeah, cool, you know, like this. Yeah, yeah. but a swagger, okay. I like yeah, it, okay. Yeah. Um, the biggest moaner in the dressing room? Oh, Diego Costa, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> not even a question. Um, and the biggest practical joker? Again, again, I think Diego Costa, uh, because uh, he's, he's, he's a bit crazy, you know. He <laughs> so, uh, he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> care about what he says or what he does. He just but I like because he's honest, you know. He he says whatever his heart tells him. So 
Uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes not so good, but uh, in, in general, he's the he's the the joker of the team. And a vital cog in the in the Chelsea wheel as well. He he, he gets the team ticking when he's out on the field. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He he doesn't speak one word of, of English. Well, one or two, but he everyone understands what he wants to say. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but that's the way it is. Excellent. Okay, uh, let's talk about Spain, uh, the European Championships. Aside from England, who are going to be the favourites? Why Can not Spain England? win it? No, obviously England will be the favourites going into the tournament. They're, they're, the, they're the team to beat, obviously. Ten wins out of ten. Can Spain, can Spain outdo England, do you think? <laughs> How are you set at the moment? Tell us about, tell us about Spain. No, I'm joking. I think yeah. England, England can do well, mm -hmm. to be honest. It's the, the, not the first time, but it's one of those years that you say they have a squad that they know what they want to do. Mm. They have good players. Uh, they know the way the the way they want to play. They've been practicing, you know, with the same team for for a couple of uh, of uh, months now. So I think they can be they can be candidates. But um, there is Belgium, Italy, Germany, uh, Spain, obviously, and I'm sure I'm sure one of those will be will be the champions. Now, obviously, you had a, a proud moment in the last what 24 hours playing for your country, winning your 100th cap. Uh, what would you regard as the, the greatest moment? It, it might not be, you know, lifting the World Cup, for example. It might be something different, or is it, is it just that? Well, uh, after the game yesterday, obviously, when you have a special day, you have to do the press and stuff, and everyone was asking me the same question. What's the f most special moment? I, I couldn't answer. I couldn't, I couldn't reply to that because there's been hundreds great moments. Uh, I cannot remember one bad day playing for the national team or, of course, we had defeats, uh, sometimes maybe not moments as great as uh, lifting Euros and World Cups, but uh, I would say being with uh, the teammates in those, mo in those moments that uh, people don't see, but when you are one month away from your, your home, you know, uh, let's say in South Africa, where we won the World Cup, there's nothing to do. Uh, you have a, a day of recovery, oh, it's all dark at three o'clock. Yeah, in England as well, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you spend time with, uh, with all these players, 24 hours, you eat with them, you, you, you do everything with them. So, you know, you just, uh, those, mo those moments are the ones that stick into your head uh, even more than, of course, lifting the Euros and the, and the World Cup, which is so special, but the more intimate moments are the ones that stay with you forever. And maybe it's when you, you finish your career that you'll be in the best position to judge yeah, what's your greatest moment, because sure. I'm sure there'll be many more great moments to come. Hopefully. Um, if, you, if you hadn't, I mean, you've been, you've been a great footballer seemingly since you were that high down there, that little, that little gentleman down there. Um, <laughs> you know, you've been playing football since you were a kid and, and to great success. If you hadn't taken up football, or you weren't good at it now, what do you think you would be doing? Is, have you got another passion, apart from FIFA? No, FIFA is football. <laughs> no, um, you know the thing, uh, I started so young. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, I used to speak to my sister at 15, 16, hey, what do you want to do uh, with your life? I don't know, I don't know. Nowadays, the young people are not really ready to say what they want to do when, when they get older. Obviously, there's 
someone that has exactly, exactly know what they want to do. But me at 15, I just loved football and I, I used to study. I used to be with my friends sometimes, but uh, football was my passion, my dream, my everything. And once I started playing professionally for Arsenal at 16, at such a young age, you just want to compete and you just want to, to do everything in your power to make it happen. So I didn't really have the time to think about something else. You know, if my career started at 20, 21, maybe, you know, you have more years of maturity to, to know what you want to do. But at 16, you are still a, a boy. And uh, my dream was always uh, to be a football player. And thank God I, I did it and I, I'm very proud of it. You did it. You came, you saw, you conquered, and I'm sure there will be uh, many more days of success for you, uh, Sesk. Um, a final word from you, Alex, just to wrap up. Why should people go out there uh, and get involved in this, this latest concept? Um, it's free, and it's the best one we've done, so <laughs> it's pretty simple. Alex, thank you very much indeed. Put your hands together for Alex and also for Sesk Fabregas, you. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sesk. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank, Thank you. you.